When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Indianapolis Colts have plenty of needs to address this offseason, and bolstering the safety position is one that is not getting enough attention. So how can the Colts improve their last line of defense in the secondary? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Horseshoe Huddle Halftime, the special audio-only episodes of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast brought to you by FanNationOnSI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, and I'm joined here as always by my co-host, Drake Wally. Drake, uh, we're, we're talking about wide receiver. We're talking about edge rusher. We're talking about the cornerback position. But safety is a very underrated need for the Indianapolis Colts this offseason and and one that I think really needs to be addressed considering how many times explosive plays were let up by this Colts defense. Yeah, and it really it really kind of resonates in the points allowed per game. I know that, you know, when you allow, I think it's see 24.428 in the league for 2023, uh, very, very bad ranking, if you ask me. But um, I know that defense is a collective effort. OK, but it's not talked about enough how the safety position really was at times a liability. And I know that they've got they had Blackman, they had Cross, but. Really, it was missing, I think, a versatile rookie like Daniel Scott and then just a really bad year from Rodney Thomas, uh, the second, after having a great rookie season there at free safety. Um, There's ways to address this, okay? I don't think it needs to be very expensive. I don't think you need to invest high draft capital. But at the end of the day, when you look past even Blackman, even though he's a free agent and then cross, it's a steep dive, you know, for depth. So I think that what we're going to address here is how they can kind of bolster that so that these huge plays aren't allowed when you need your starters to maybe sit out or when you need specific guys in there for sets. So we're going to look at the safety position today and and kind of kind of talk about the 2023 performance. And then Drake and I are each going to give our plans for how we think the Colts can improve the position this offseason. But before we do that, please go follow us on all of our socials like horseshoe huddle on facebook follow at colts on fn on x and subscribe to the horseshoe huddle youtube channel hit that bell so you know whenever drake and i go live every monday and thursday night or for special breaking news episodes but if you can't catch us on youtube wherever you're listening to us today please subscribe give us a five-star review so we can reach other colts fans just like you so drake Looking at the safety position here, man, uh, really, you, you, there was a. It was kind of a tale of two of two positions. The strong safety position. You're looking at Julian Blackman, who had a career year. You know, I think that position switch for Blackman from from free safety to strong safety uh, uh, that really helped him. 
You know, it, he 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 was able to be that communicator for the secondary for the Colts. Uh, he was able to use some of his physicality. We've known for years that Julian Blackman is really good, uh, a really good run defender. And and again, he came away with his best career season. I mean, he missed the final two games of the season, uh, but 88 tackles, uh, uh, five tackles for loss, had four interceptions, which I think was the team lead in interceptions. Also had a fumble recovery over uh, i'm sorry two fumble recoveries this season so julian blackman was really all over the place uh and 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 played well out there but it was really that free safety spot with rodney thomas uh, uh that that did not did not perform and and nick cross i think did a really good job when he came in but he's still young he's still learning the position there was just too many coverage breakdowns and 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 too too many times where the execution was just not up to par for for the safety position and ultimately it, it cost the colts some some points and, and potentially some games yeah look man blackman really showed his value um, this season, and we talked about it, I think earlier in the off season that he's going to need to do, he's, he's going to need to show the Colts that he's worth, uh, getting re-signed, which I think he did. Mm-hmm. And then when he was gone for those last two games, boy, it was a real, real issue. I mean, they were able to, uh, the Raiders took advantage of it, even though they lost. And then the Texans of course took advantage of it in spades when Rodney Thomas was on the field leading to him getting benched. So, I mean, we're, we're talking about Julian Blackman has made a serious case to get re-signed. But when you're when you look at Nick Cross's stats, I mean, yeah, great run defender. He actually had a couple pass rushing snaps, did pretty well there, did okay in in coverage, and overall had had a pretty good defensive year considering he had a limited snap count. But man, Rodney Thomas was really a liability. I know that it's just an honest league. And you're now looking at, hey, is he even worth a depth piece? You know, is he even a reliable depth piece at this point? And I know that they have, uh, I think it's Rodney Harrison Jr. I think they converted him from safety to linebacker, and then he went back to safety actually at one point late in the season um, in place of Rodney Thomas. So he's he's kind of a – he's more of a hybrid guy. I still think that they need depth, and they need it at free safety because – I go back to the Houston game, man. There was just a play where Rodney Thomas, and it's it's kind of it's just kind of a it's kind of a summary of his whole year is just misreads, big plays allowed, falling apart at the most inopportune times, and, and it led to an easy CJ Stroud touchdown pass to Andrew Beck, where I don't know if there's ever been a more wide open pass in 2023 for CJ Stroud to throw. So um Thomas is Thomas has got to show that he's worth snaps. Okay, and and I think that the Colts, regardless of that, they're going to address it one way or another, whether it's, you know, seeing what Daniel Scott's got as he comes back from an I think it was an Achilles injury or an ACL injury, mm-hmm. um, seeing what's maybe in the in the day two, day three, um, you know, pool of the draft or they might just look into a veteran free agent, you know, that's that's cheaper or that's that's looking for a new spot and looking for a new opportunity because you can't have that happen again. If, if you if you look back and you look at some of those plays, the Colts season might have been a little bit different had they not had lapses in the secondary like that. And and I think when you're talking about the free safety position, obviously, I think in an ideal world for the Colts, they Nick Cross could step into that role and, and play well. You know, yeah. Nick Cross is a guy that they – they invested quite a bit of draft capital into they traded up for nick cross and you know there was there was high expectations for the young kid out of maryland 
in his rookie season in 2022. Uh, you think he is going to be one of the starters at safety? Turns out he he just wasn't there. You know, he wasn't up to to perform uh, for that. Rodney McLeod takes over, and Nick Cross ends up being relegated to the bench, while Rodney Thomas has a really good 2022. Now. Fast forward to, to 2023, Nick Cross is still on special teams. Rodney Thomas takes a, a big step back at the free safety spot, and and Nick Cross starts to starts to challenge him for snaps. And then towards the end of the year, uh, he was the starting free safety. And then when Blackman went down, uh, Nick Cross was moved to the strong safety position. And and I think he played he played fairly well when he was uh, in that in that free safety spot. I think he played much better uh, uh, at being that that deeper safety but then when he went to the strong safety side and and kind of was filling in for julian blackman towards the end of the year you saw some of his some of his worst some of the worst performances out of nick cross on the season you know he really struggled uh, against against atlanta las vegas wasn't his best game and then against Houston, uh, I think was was honestly probably his worst game of the season. So so when you're looking at that, obviously you want Nick Cross to to take that step and really secure that that free safety spot. But if you're the Colts, you I don't know if you can rely on that. You know, this is year three for Nick Cross. We got to start seeing something. And and I think going into the season with just hoping Nick Cross can can be the answer at free safety, I don't know how confident I would be in that. Yeah, and he's like you said, he's showing more strength on the strong side, and he's still young or on the free has, side. Or yeah, yeah, on on the free side, and he still has room to grow. So I, I do think that you need more insurance. You can't just rely on that. You cannot have another top or a uh, bottom ten performance in points per game. You're just not going to be a playoff team that way. So I fully expect the Colts to address it one way or another, and if for no other reason than so they don't allow massive plays down the field where they have to play catch up with Anthony Richardson. So now we've talked about what is going on at the safety position for the Colts, but now how do we fix it? You know, how do the Colts go out there and improve that safety position? So Drake, I'm going to, I'm going to hand this on over to you, bud. What do you think are some of the moves that the Colts can make this off season in order to really bolster that group? And, and so that way you're not having to worry about that safety position in 2024. You know, the first thing that sticks out is the way that Chris Ballard, when he does address free agency, is kind of like on the cheaper side. He he likes to find those diamonds in the rough. I, I'm I'm always going to go back now to Samson Epicom. All right. Not a not a huge money guy, massive money impact, though. And so you got some, you got some, you've got some uh veterans here, guys like Adrian Amos. I know he's like 30, but that's still a veteran that probably is going to be pretty damn cheap. Like I think his most recent contract is with the Texans for like a million dollars for a year. That's the kind of guy that I would I would foresee them signing. Maybe a guy like Jeremy Chin, who isn't a, a veteran per se on the older side by NFL standards, but he's he's still a guy that while he didn't have an electric season in Carolina, he's definitely looking for a new start somewhere else. And, and I think that maybe he's the one that can push. Uh, Nick Cross. Maybe he's the one that can kind of supplant uh, Rodney Thomas or push Rodney Thomas. You really just need competition, and you can also address that in the draft. I don't, I don't foresee it being a day, uh, a day one pick, but I do think that the Colts could invest a day two or three pick 
in the draft just to get another guy in there. But um, they're also going to look like we said, they're going to look at Daniel Scott. They're going to give him a full opportunity. He, he got a season cut short. They brought him in with a lot of expectations for him because he was a five year veteran in college. So this is a guy that was a rookie, but by all you know, accounts. He was also kind of a veteran. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that first and foremost, they're going to look to see who's kind of, you know, around the cheaper free agent area. And I think those guys that I mentioned and others, of course, are going to be on their radar for sure. Not big money guys, though. Yeah, I think I think the first thing you need to do is, is re-sign Julian Blackman, because yeah. I, I think I think a, compared to some of the other safeties that are going to be on the free agent market and and those guys could obviously reach long-term deals before we get to free agency or they could receive the franchise tag but when you look at the 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 list of prospective free agents right now i don't think julian blackman is is necessarily going to to command uh over 10 million dollars a year you know you could probably look at that and you're probably thinking he could probably get maybe maybe six or seven million dollars a year uh potentially eight some between the six and eight eight billion dollar mark i think on a on a three to four year deal you could probably lock up julian blackman um so so i think if you do that then i think you're you're really solid at the strong safety spot as far as the starter goes uh my 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 attention wants to go over to to kind of the free safety side. Um, if you, I mean, obviously Nick Cross could be the answer, uh, but if not, and and you wanna you wanna spend a little bit at that free safety spot, I'm looking at Alohi Gillum uh, uh, out of who was former Notre Dame product, uh, had a really good season uh, with the. Uh, uh, with the Los Angeles Chargers uh, in their free free safety spot, um, I think he would be a, a really good fit in, in this Colts offense to handle the deep the deep middle of the field when the Colts go into into cover three. Uh, uh, he's he's a he's a pretty decent athlete. I think last season he had around fifty six tackles, uh, two interceptions. So. He 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 was pretty good, especially in coverage, and I think that's where you that's what the Colts really need uh, out of the safety position. Other guys to look at, you mentioned Jeremy Chin. Uh, I think he would be a low a low cost depth option, um, or someone like a Darnell Savage. Darnell Savage, I think, would be a, a decent depth piece to add for the Indianapolis Colts. I, I think I'm going to shy away from from necessarily going after uh, a young safety. And of course, if the draft falls right in the, in the let's say, a guy like Cameron Kitchens, uh, uh, who's probably one of the top safeties in this draft, if not the top safety in the draft, if he somehow fell to day two and fell right in the Colts' lap, I think the Colts would would take him. You know, that'd be a perfect fit and and be really solidify uh, the the back end for the Colts. But at the same time. You've got younger guys. You've got a Nick Cross. You've got Rodney Thomas. You've got Daniel Scott. I think what this what this secondary group is is lacking is just a veteran presence and veteran depth. You have Julian Blackman in there, but outside of Blackman, I mean, you don't really have much much of a veteran presence in in the safety room. And and I think for those those depth pieces, you would want guys that you can rely on that can step in and 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 you can rely on them. Like a like a Rodney Harrison, you know, Rodney Harrison maybe not at the safety position, but when he came into the linebacker position, Drake, uh, I thought he did very I thought he did fairly well this season. So, in my opinion, if if you get a really top talent that falls to you in the draft, uh, sure, I think you have to take him at that point. But in my opinion, you're you're probably wanting to look at at 
at some free agents, some some veteran guys that you can bring in, and and that will just give you depth and help solidify that group rather than necessarily going out and having to spend a ton of money on on one of the top guys like an Antoine Winfield or or Xavier McKinney, uh, 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 Cameron Curl, someone like that. I think the Colts can get away with just adding those those veteran depth pieces at safety. And and if you're looking for a starter, give me a Lohi Gillum. Yeah, and I love I love the the um, reference to Gillum there because he's actually had a tra- an upward tra- trajectory. And look, if the Chargers aren't really going to give him the money that he wants. I say the Colts should absolutely fire away on a guy like that. He's like 26 years old. He's got like four or five years in the NFL, and, and he's played plenty of snaps to provide a veteran presence in that locker room in the position because mm-hmm. they desperately cannot have this happen again. Like I said, I know you've got Richardson. I know you've got Steichen as an offensive play caller, and maybe you'll add an explosive piece in free agency or through the draft on the offensive side. Side. You don't want to be playing catch up, though. You know, you don't want to be having guys like Stroud and, and, and Lawrence in your division just carving up your secondary, especially on deep shots. And the free safety, as we've talked about, that's the cover guy. The strong safety, that's the run support. And so they're going to play closer to the line of scrimmage. It's really a lot of a lot of responsibility in Gus Bradley's defense for those deep shots. It falls on the free safety. And um, you're looking at the depth right now for the Colts in this moment, and it's really not reassuring. And it's just honesty here. So um, I think the names that we put out there, I think that they're they're definitely realistic. I think that if if like you said, someone falls in the draft to the day the day two uh, picks, I think that the the Colts might take the best option at safety because again, you just can't have that happening. And plus, Gus Bradley is in his third and final year. This is his last chance to make things happen. So his job's also on the line. So you know he's going to do whatever he can to solidify that. Yeah, and you know, if the Colts bring back Julian Blackman, I think his job would be safe. He would be your starting oh, yeah. strong safety. But you you can't say the same about Nick Cross and Rodney Thomas. You know, they Not haven't yet. they just simply haven't done enough and and haven't proven that 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 should be their spot. You know, they'll they'll certainly compete for that. But I don't know how confident you'd want to be going in with with just Nick if you don't do anything there. If you just keep Nick Cross and Rodney Thomas a second, but I think bringing in a, a guy that seems to be like you said on on the up and up like an Alohi Gillum uh who is great in coverage and that's what the Colts need they need really good coverage safeties that's the thing that they've been missing you know bring that guy in I think that definitely gives your your secondary a lot of confidence especially if guys like Juju Brents Jalen Jones take that next step you, you re-sign Kenny Moore then you're looking at a much more formidable uh, uh secondary than you were a year ago for this Colts team that is desperately trying to eliminate Uh, giving up those explosive plays on the defensive side of the ball. So that's our show for today, guys. Really appreciate you tuning in and listening to us talk about the safety position for the Indianapolis Colts. It's going to be very interesting to see what Chris Ballard and his team do uh, at this position throughout the offseason. So if you haven't done so, please go follow us on all of our socials, like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on X, and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel and hit that bell so you get all the notifications of when Drake and I go live uh, whenever we post shorts uh, on our YouTube channel as well. Those have been taken off and, and going hot uh, so you never miss any of our content. But if you can't catch us on YouTube wherever you're listening to us today please subscribe. Give us a five star review so we can reach other Colts fans just like you. Go follow Drake at Wallster Drake. You can follow me at Andrew Moore NFL and we'll be back Thursday night to talk more Colts football with you all as the offseason is well underway. So until then, take care Enjoy your week, and we'll be seeing you soon, Colts fans.